This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast. Brought to you by Off-Road Power Products. Fueled by enthusiasm, a passion for the outdoors, and a spirit of adventure, we drive the industry we love. Welcome back to another episode of America's Off-Road Podcast. As always, you can tune in on Spotify, YouTube, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. I am Kyle. I'm Radio. I'm Cooper. Hey. What's going on, guys? Uh, we're good. Your intro's always, always interesting. It's like on point. I don't something. know if on point. I think it's something. Sultry <laughs> is the word. Oh, boy. Today, we are talking about everything you should know before you buy wheels. Because mm. um, a lot goes into that. Based on our, our extensive use. Yes. we. That's kind of a big thing uh, that goes into all of our builds. And we get a lot of questions from our customers. Um, they want to buy a wheel and they have no clue what offset means or backspacing or, or Are we size really or, the best gauge for this? Like, we should oh, really yeah, narrow it down and say that uh, if you're wanting to off-road... There you go. We have extensive knowledge yes. on wheels. If you're wanting to, I can't help you with twenties on your Escalade. God, why not? I'm sorry. No, there are simple because there are simple rules. Like the only way you're allowed to run a twenty is if your tire is double, double. the overall diameter. Always. Like if you've got a forty, yes, you're allowed to have a twenty. Which is the first thing on my bullet points here is ah. sizing. Mm. Because it's it's really important. Um, like you, you just you mentioned. guys knew I was going to talk about forty inch tires. I had to come up sooner. Or later. It's the new thirty five. <laughs> it is. I know. It's sad. So sad. It's not sad. It's magical. Sad for guys like me with little baby. Trucks. You guys. You guys are <laughs> like. I remember when thirty fives were like huge. Oh, I did I too. Know, and it's not saying a lot, but I remember the first time I put a set of thirty fives on a truck, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is the coolest." Those thing are ever. huge. That is the coolest tire ever. Yep. And then uh, that was short-lived. And that happened then, like... Then 37s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 40s is fairly recent. Like within the last, I don't know, three years maybe? Yeah, I don't... 
Yeah. I like, mean, I remember trying yeah. to get the 40s on, I think it was our Super Duty Raptor, the first one we did. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, 40s, they're six months out because we only make, like, four a month. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so. And now they're getting to be more common. The platforms have really changed that yeah, and their ability sure. to, like, use them. And well, the aftermarket. Obviously, everything yeah. comes into play on that. Totally. Like, the, even AV, like, making kits to fit 40-inch tires with yeah, their right. Ram flares and stuff. Right. It's rad. Um, but sizing is crucial. So, um, one thing that I want to point out as far as sizing is the diameter, in kind of relation to what you're saying about the sidewall, acts kind of like a suspension. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. No, it is secondary suspension. 100%. Pretty big difference, right? right? So, and tire pressure... All of it comes into play. Yeah, and I think one of the a common question I get is um, a guy that just bought maybe like an F-150 or a, a 250, and he's got stock 20-inch tires, and we recommend 17s, and he's like, whoa, whoa why would I go down to a 17-inch tire? Yeah. It's going to drastically change the way you're... You just right. called me because you said it rode rough and you <laughs> wanted to improve it. It's like, you don't even have to touch your suspension. Let's yeah. start with your tire size. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a big one, I think. The smaller, or basically exactly what Cooper said, you can run a 20, but you're going to want that extra sidewall. Otherwise, it's going to ride pretty darn rough. Um, and that's kind of, like we said, that's our go-to thing is off-road stuff. We're not here to sell you 20s for your Escalade, unfortunately. Right. Um, the 2 one ratio is pretty good for off-road use. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and having good streetability. Mm-hmm. It's not like back in the day on the old square bodies where you had 35s and 15s. And these little be Mickey Thompson jobbies sure. so. which is awesome <laughs> it's, it's got its place in history but because uh, they were also mega uber super wide oh <laughs> well we're like 1450 1550 oh, well yeah. and that goes into the size too because <laughs> if you're going to run something like that you got to um, look at the width right the, you got the width the of the tire room, or the, the tire. wheel that you're uh you're matching it to right yep mm-hmm. and there's a time and place for that yeah you know uh mudding uh dunes like throwing paddles or something like that snow but snow ice. yeah but, I mean, these are kind of more specialized situations. It's totally. like your daily driver or overland rig or something right. like that. Unless you really Unless you like, like your, all the time. your tire guy and you're like, hey, you know, I'm <laughs> going to go hang out with him all the time because I'm always buying new tires. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, make sure. And, and the last thing on size, too, is, like, you got to make sure you're going to clear your brake caliper. You mm-hmm. know, make sure you oh, can yeah. fit a 17. Um, do a little yeah. bit of research. If you have questions, definitely reach out to us to help. But hearing what we just said doesn't mean you can run a 17-inch wheel on your truck. You might only be able to run an 18-inch wheel. No, um, some some due diligence. Yeah, would be good. And I know multiple times, and and I know it's it's terrible, but I've called the tire manufacturer and tried to get a wheel, a uh, single wheel, ahead of time just to test fit for sure mm. for that reason for clearance because brakes are getting bigger everything's getting bigger and some of these rigs come from the manufacturer with the size wheel they have because that's the smallest they can put on it yeah well mm-hmm. and i think we correct me if i'm wrong but we just did a really cool build um on a truck that we did a dynatrack axle up front on mm-hmm. and the wheels that he brought with him Yes. On the truck don't fit any longer. Yeah, but that that didn't have to do with brake clearance. That had to do with uh, center bore clearance over the the new gotcha. um, hub, hub with the uh, free spin sure. lock. Because the factory front axle is a unit bearing, so you don't have that hub sticking out. Gotcha. And the wheels that were matched to it were not drilled Big for enough. that. They were made closed off, so you could run a small center cap, and it would fit over the factory unit bearing, but it would not fit over 
So we had options there. Like we could have easily taken all those wheels apart and machined the center sure. board out of them. Yeah. But Oof. then you start messing so with the, the. It's a lot of work, and you start messing with the, you know, the, the design, design integrity of, of the, the wheel. Of the wheel, like yeah. it wasn't designed for that. So did they take that into account? Is it excess excess material we can just remove, or was it structural and yeah. counted into mm-hmm. the overall strength? Is that generally an eight lug problem? Um. No, I think maybe it is. I mean, that wouldn't have fit even if it was a, a different diameter. It literally the hole in the center was like that big. You're not fitting anything on that. No, it's not fitting over anything. Anything with with a hub. Yeah. Right. No. Um, which brings us to bolt patterns, um, which is interesting because more often than not. Nobody knows what their bolt pattern Eight is. Eight on six and a half. That's all you <laughs> That's gotta all know. Cooper has. <laughs> Cooper has. Um, we're going to get to that in a future podcast because yeah, that's yeah. no longer the case for you, buddy. No. Um, but no. bolt pattern, and there's certain ways you can measure them at home, which is really simple, whether it's five lug, four lug, eight lug. Um, if it's four lug, you just measure center to center directly across, and that's going to give you your four on whatever it may be. Um, Actually, I think what I've found to be the absolute best go-to tool. Tell me. The Google machine. Go- yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah. an easy one. Yep. There's one that's even easier. Google's easy. <laughs> it's stamped on the wheel. Almost every single wheel has it. Oh, I'm going to have to verify this. Stamped on it. No kidding? That's good. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, stamped or cast into it. There's there's all sorts of magic numbers on the inside of your wheel. God, so radio. So if, if you don't know, just pull your wheel off, look at it. You'll find all sorts of Veritable cornucopia of information. <laughs> We just got him to snort. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so get familiar with your bolt pattern um, because you don't want to wrong order the wrong bolt pattern. It's no. not going to work. Well, and the other thing, too, is if you're shopping around to a lot of different brands or maybe you just don't know what you want yet, know what the English or metric equivalent is. Sure. So also, eight, eight on six also and a half. Google machine. Google. Awesome. Yeah, that one's one. worth. <laughs> the, but the eight on six and conversion. a half, a lot of companies will list that as eight on 165.1. Yeah, yeah. which drives me nuts. It's ridiculous. Or aren't you like a 139.7 or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Me? Yeah. I'm six on 120. 120. There it is. Yeah. 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 It's a weird one. There's so, not a lot of them out there. No. Right. It's a weird one. I know. Yeah. Got the you know what? Truck. That, that brings up something here. Like <laughs> What's that? Offset or backspacing? No, we have not moved over to <laughs> Imperial. We are not going with the the metric system. This is all going to be standard. We're not all a fan be, of offset. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand it. No matter how many times it's explained <laughs> to me, I cannot wrap my brain around it. So, I like to stick with the simple seventeen by nine, seventeen by eight and a half, and then tell me the backspace, which is very easy to calculate or yes. know what they're talking about. Yeah. Right. It is the very backside of the wheel yep. measured to the mounting surface yep. of the back of the wheel. Yep. So if they say it's a four and a half inch backspace, yep. that measurement is four and a half inches. Yep. Not so, always true. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? For, for some wheels, it's not actually all the way to the all the way back. It's all the way to the back of the mounting surface of the tire. So it could be the inside of the rim. Which also gets into like something bigger we're not going to get into, right. which is like, <laughs> is the seventeen by nine actually seventeen by nine, or is it seventeen by eight and a half? But where did they take the measurement? My forty is only thirty eight point two inches, and and that <laughs> yeah. is that is that is a big one. But we're gonna we're gonna keep it simple, simple. on terms like seventeen by nine is seventeen by nine, and backspace will be to the back. 
So why is backspacing so important? Well, for me, it lets me know, one, like you're going to understand more about what your scrub radius is. How much strain is it going to end up putting on your ball joints or your kingpins or your unit bearings or anything else? The, the smaller that backspace, the farther out that wheel sits sure. from the body of the vehicle. And typical, like, factory wheels are a massive offset. They have a lot of backspace, mm-hmm. five and a half inches, six inches on some. You know, they really suck them in, which makes them steer really nice mm-hmm. and handle really good. But the moment you start putting big tires on it, you don't have room for anything. You can't turn it because they start running into everything. Yep. And there's there's, like, a happy medium in finding out where you need to set those things so they don't swing into stuff like bumpers because you can get them out far enough that all of a sudden you just made another issue <laughs> right because it'll swing into bumper or yep. cab right and how comfortable are you with the body saw how, how comfortable are you with the body saw <laughs> like, i've gotten real comfortable yeah, with clearly it. you have <laughs> or sometimes i just let it do it on its own <laughs> right <laughs> sometimes you gotta just let her eat so <laughs> what what do you do to figure out your backspacing like where where would you start if you're going okay i've got a brand new jk yeah and i'm gonna lift it i'm gonna mm-hmm. throw 35s on it yeah where do you go from there as far as what a jk backsp- or a jail let's talk about a jail jail it's newer. so how, how would you go what for the for the people listening uh, that on no a 35 clue. on a jl the factory rims will work but like yeah, but if what you if want wanna, a little bit yeah they want, you want a little bit more then great keep it Keep it in. You know, you could go five inch backspace. You can go four and three quarter. That uh, method, um, seventeen by eight and a half, four and three quarter backspace. Anything in that range is going to be great up to a thirty-seven inch tire. And then when you get to forties, do things change a lot? Yeah, I like to give I like to give that big tire more room. So I, I go to a three and a half inch backspace on the forties. Okay. Seventeen by nine, so it's a little bit wider, half inch wider. Three and a half inch backspace kicks it out a little bit more. Um, you know who's like a really good um, wheel manufacturer that you get to pick the offset because you know the tough thing is when you start looking around, you're kind of stuck with what you find. Yep. Like mm-hmm. there's no, like I like that style wheel, but this is all it comes in. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you jump into bead locks, non-bead locks, grip locks, all that fun stuff. But uh, if you are looking for bead locks, you know, a great wheel manufacturer for um, for picking your offset would be Trail Ready. And yeah. they're a wicked nice wheel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but you can pick your ring. You can pick different yep, colors. Everything. You can fully customize it right. uh, to whatever you want. So there's, there's tons of options out there like that. But, yeah, backspacing is a big one. If you get the wrong backspacing, you could be in a world of hurt. Yeah, you could have just right. spent money on something that's not really going to work out all that well for you. Yeah, right. and it might might create more issues than that you're not seeing. Yeah. So. And I'm not a fan of wheel spacers. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a whole other episode. No. I think we can get into those. <laughs> no. <laughs> like get get the wheels right. Just get the right. wheels right. Yeah. All right. So is it more important to get your wheels sorted out first or your tires? Uh, I, I don't think you can sort out your wheels without knowing what tire. So it's kind of like, because um, you could sort out a, again, you get a, a 17 by eight and a half, four and three quarter backspace, and then put a 40 or a 42 on it. Wow, that's pointless. <laughs> You're either running a spacer, which I really, really don't like with big <laughs> tires, big weight out there. You're a huge fan of. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Yeah. No. <laughs> don't do it. Get the right offset. 
Gotcha. Get the right backspace. But I think tires would be a good place to start. Know the, know the tire that you want so you can then yeah, accommodate you can build, with your... You can build, build the there, suspension yeah. and the wheel mm-hmm. to that. Right. Yeah. Um, when, and those all... Like, this is big conversation. You oh, know, yeah. We're talking about wheels right now, and we're trying to keep it a finite little window of, here's what we're looking at for <laughs> wheels. But uh, you start um, trying to build your rig for, you know the purpose that you have in your head you, you got to know what your end goal is one because these things are expensive and you don't want to spend good money twice i don't like to which is why usually my projects take a little longer because i know <laughs> i need to just go full big well <clears throat> you say your projects take longer i don't know if that's the case i think you just your phases keep getting added you, you get yeah. a new car and it's in the shop Right. Within 24 hours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, yeah. It's not necessarily nope. that, yeah, they take longer. It's I'm just, just going to okay, put, here's I'm just gonna put a, a Moto Armor phone mount and then the thing stripped down to bare frame. Yeah. What just <laughs> Pretty happened? Much. I remember when you had your JL in, and I think you were doing wheels and tires on it, and you pulled out. I was in on the weekend, and you pulled out, and you started just sawing, like, ah, it's not clearing right here. I need to open it up. But it was, I mean, it was going to get cut either way because it was inside yeah, the, right. the wheel well, but I was like, Brand new, enjoy brand it for a minute. Jeep, what is he doing? <laughs> oh, making it worse. Full send. I like it. Yeah. Um, so the last thing, um, again, this is all just kind of basic knowledge that you should know um, when you're looking for a good wheel for your rig. But I think it's important to touch a little bit on beadlock versus your standard wheel. Mm. Um, why you would run a beadlock? I know there's you mentioned briefly the bead grip technology, which is fairly new and super grip awesome lock. and or grip lock, yeah, and and notable. <laughs> um, so yeah, beadlock standard. Well, I don't, I don't know of a state that beadlocks are legal for on-road use. No, um, and beadlocks uh, they they have their purpose. I mean, the nice thing is when you air down, and you you turn the wheel or you do anything that's going to push or mm-hmm. pull that we that that tire on the wheel, it uh, it's not going to push off. Yeah, right. you, you can't lose you can lose an inner bead, but those are relatively easy to reseat if you've got onboard air. Mm-hmm. And and a good jack because uh, everything's held in place, which is great. Um, the nice thing is some of these aftermarket companies' method has their new grip lock technology and like that. It's cool doing mm-hmm. the doing that serrated type edge for the the bead to seat on. And I don't know that I've ever 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 had a tire that is more difficult to seat a beat on. Like every time I'm like earplugs, face mask, helmet, like full body gear. And I'm like airing it up. I'm like, oh gosh, 50 PSI, 42 PSI later. I'm like, oh, that can't be good. And it sounds like a bomb went off and everybody's like, what happened? I'm like, nothing. I'm just putting a 40 inch tire on this thing. And, but they're, they're nice. And obviously, uh, um, Dave did, did a dirt dirt every day episode he and fred where they had a set of 40 inch tires on those grip locks i think they were in johnson valley and he said they were down at six psi on those that's crazy nice. and that's incredible right? yeah well and you ran them on your jl for a little while too yep. with the like mm-hmm. 37 13 fives yep the big big wide trail gravelers 37. and you said you were down into single digits sometimes oh yeah awesome oh killer um Dude, killer so it's a really cool alternative. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that m- nice median for the guy that doesn't want to run beadlocks but also needs to air down. Um, and you don't have to be wheeling to air down. A lot of times that could be your like first line of defense to get oh, unstuck man. up in I, the mountains. Right. No, I, I, 
I adjust my tire pressure yearly. Like yeah. My mm-hmm. my winter tire pressure is different than my summer tire Absolutely. pressure. Absolutely. And it's like if I've learned anything, snow wheeling, two, three PSI can be all the difference in the world for stability on snow. I learned ice. that firsthand with you. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's a big it's a big deal. It's like every time I got stuck, the first thing Cooper did, he'd come over and check my Kyle, what do you Air your tires down. You're at 20 PSI. <laughs> what do you do? We're not driving on the road. No, yeah, it's it, it's it's a really cool technology. Um, and then there's just your standard wheels, and a lot of them too look like they're beadlocks. It's just a faux beadlock ring. Um, but a lot of it, uh, as far as the I standard wheels, I see a lot of extra work when you clean them. Yeah, mm. you just get in there with a Q-tip, and you got all, yeah, it's crazy. But um, but yeah, that's kind of the. I think unless you guys have anything else, I think that's. That's kind of the real basics that you would need to know going into I buying. Mean, it, this is like merely tip. scratching the surface. Tip. But, yeah. you know, look around, figure out, you know, what, obviously what it is you want to do with the rig, what what is most important to you, um, and that's what you end up building for. And, yes, you should, you should know what size tire. Definitely. It all kind of matters. Lift, because, I mean, the offset of the wheel um, might need to be determined by how much lift you are or aren't putting on it. Obviously, yeah. you lift a rig up higher, you have more room because you just gave it more room to do uh, different things. And, uh, you know, what kind of rig do you have for suspension? Sure. Mm-hmm. Link arm, radius arm, because mm-hmm. they, right. they they come into play when you try to figure out where that tire is going to swing and what it's going to rub and what you got to do. So. Right. Well, and I think it's, it's worth noting, too, since we're mainly – selling off-road tires mm-hmm. a lot of these suspension companies will put in their specifications what size what offset or backspacing the tire that was ran f- on that lift <laughs> during testing right right um so that'll give you a really good baseline of okay this is the kind of because they're like 22 by i know like, you wait, what? <laughs> what are you doing throwing 22s <laughs> must have been like a crazy sema build or something yeah. i don't know <laughs> Mm. Um, well, they're oftentimes dryer. pretty conservative too. Just you never know what yeah. what's going on out there. So sure. never yeah. take that as written law, but it's a good guide. It's a good baseline. It's a jumping off point. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So all that being said, if you guys have questions or want to get yourself a set of tires, uh, make sure you come check us out at offroadpowerproducts.com. I appreciate you guys tuning we, we in. We have wheels too. Yeah, wheels. What did yeah. I say? Tires. You said tires. Yeah. That's the other thing I do all the time. It's, I know. The rims. It's bad. Yeah. Um, Magazine or clip. <laughs> don't forget, <laughs> if you guys have questions on any podcast episodes that you've already watched or you have future suggestions, mm-hmm. uh, we've got an email address, podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. You can shoot us an email. Um, it'll go directly to me or radio, and we'll get those answered and get you in on a future episode of the podcast. And we're all mm-hmm. here all the time, so if yeah, you ever have any questions on uh, on uh, wheels and backspace and, and what what it is you're doing, pff, we love talking about this stuff. So oh, yeah. Give us a jingle. We'll right help on. you out. Cool. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time. Booyah. Take care.